Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Geisicinator Chronicle Eerie Quiet on the Western Front. This is episode two, Lost, Not Forgotten. Greetings, foolish mortals, and welcome back to Occultus Anonymous. We are sponsored by Roll20. Onyx Path, and especially all our favorite happy haunts out there in Spookland. We are especially thankful to Adele, Al, Alexander, Alzrit, Bernie, Buck, Chandra, Chris, Doc, Emil, Funzu Ali, George, Ali, your sin, if you know what I mean, James, John, John, Josh, Camo, Catfeathers, Klaus, Crazy Man, Long Live the Queen, Math theorems better than necro theorems. Melissa, Michael, Milo, Ms. Uh, Ms. Grumpy, uh, Moku, Mozart, Diviner, Noba, other guy. Paradox means you're doing something right. Perry, Oog, Porter, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Sean, Zara, Sorcerer Supreme with sour cream. Yeah, Aaron, you know who that Vortex is. Vortex Falcon and Zoltan and Athenalis. I also think God Save the Queen was here last week. Um, it's, it's long live the Queen. Oh, never mind. <laughs> True. And on the wonderful set of our modern day, we're going to jump back in <laughs> to talking about imperialism mm. and colonialism. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we're in Europe, so. Yeah, yeah it's not like uh, people in Europe have ever done anything bad. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I mean, wait, look, if things are happening within Europe, it's a different situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not colonizing they, France. Sure. Yeah, in the Irish make to differ. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Moving on. Six equals one. Most of the. I'm of trying the really to deflect a conversation that I'm very yeah. eager to have, but <laughs> not be directly relevant to I'm what's sure. going on here. I'm sure, I'm sure we've all been having that very eager conversation on Twitter the last few days. Look. Um, anyways, so we will jump in. Um, where we last left off, um, we'd gotten to know, we as an audience had gotten to know our. Uh, our crew working for Project Persephone on the front lines of Belgium uh, to find out about supernatural, particularly ghostly activity going on on the front. Um, there was some um, some hints and some clues um, that something was happening, and then they faced down a sort of um, a suicide bomber squad of um, ghosts piloting their own corpse stuffed full of chemical weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, from there, we'll be jumping ahead a few days. Um, the fighting that's kicked off from that event did keep going. And, and you know, we we're back and forth from the from the actual front lines a couple times. Um um and then um on the morning that we'll start with um you all uh woke up to um not a um sort of not the typical pompous um auto message that um 
that your uh, your boss has been leaving, but a simple telegram um, from town um, that apparently um, some um, German planes got behind lines and uh, dropped bombs on the planes. Uh, dropped planes on the. Oh my God! Can I talk? Let's see. Uh, that dropped bombs onto the city itself last night um, and that it would be uh, a show of um, solidarity and um, uh, of good faith to uh, if the four of you and other members of the crew would uh, go help with recovery efforts and, and getting checking in on people and stuff like that in the town. Okay. I mean, um, definitely Cody's yeah. thing. Yeah, just as soon as that is read, yeah, I am yeah. packing up my stuff. <laughs> right. Um, as you make your way back through, you know, it takes a while. We've established to get from, from one place to another, uh, having to wind through the tunnel uh, tunnels and um, trenches and stuff. And as you make your way back up, there's a good number of civilians out and about. Um, you know, there's teams still working on putting out some fires and stuff that are kind of slow burning in, in the rubble. And um, there's a, sort of a, a corner of the cathedral had gotten clipped. Um, and while it's, it hasn't been destroyed or anything, there people are removing some of the, the rubble and, and checking out to see if it's structurally sound over there and stuff like that. Um, and there's a there's a good number of soldiers from various different um various different uniforms and stuff like that that are helping out with this as well uh so it's kind of a an open um open scene for y'all um okay. if you want to invent a townsperson that you've like befriended or want to like go check on or something like that um that's cool too um i do have npcs uh created um we talked about the baker lady last baker week we made last week mm-hmm. um and the um the priest from the cathedral is um sort of a has been a key feature of advocating on behalf of the civilians that have stayed mm. um with the various different um armies and stuff Uh, but if you've got something else to to throw at me, uh, it's cool too. Yeah, Cody is heading over to um, do some heavy lifting. Basically, I'm double checking my uh, my stats here, um, because to make sure I'm looking at all the right stats here. Because call doesn't inherently cause breaking points, but a later level of it does. <laughs> Uh, so trying to avoid that, uh, let me see here, da, 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 da. boneyard call. Okay. Yeah. Three dots with the like, um, wings and stuff like that makes it obvious, but I'm not there just yet. Um, so Cody is, is going to go look to find 
places where it needs basically direct force to move some stuff um, because he can kind of tap on it that bleeds to sure. give himself some gross extra musculature and heave ho some stuff. Uh, but also because of grave goods, he also you know carries a bunch of useful supplies. So, sure. Um, you said over by the cathedral. Yeah, because I imagine that's yeah, yeah. the the building that you're working. Right. Yeah. Um, and as you um, as you're walking through the town, the um. The ghosts in town are also kind of active today um, and you can actually see that they're like scrounging the the bricks that have fallen off mm-hmm. because they have new building materials. Right. Um, and like kind of hidden between buildings and stuff like that, they've almost out of habit some of the, the like the rank two ghosts and stuff like that have like built themselves like lean twos and shacks and stuff like that um so as to not just be like like waiting outside of the house they died in or something like that right yeah especially if actually i guess that's true once their house is destroyed by a bombing their house is there because you have the ghost of the house For a while yeah um yeah I guess that is a key point. Object ghosts fade quickly. Right. Yeah, unless it's like something like the cathedral. So um, actually, yeah. So I think small Cody's plans change as he gets over there and notices how active ghosts are. And like he goes on a. Pretty intense, like prowl to see if any ghosts are misbehaving. Um, Because if any of them are being opportunistic, especially you know, the the not great vibes after having a town bombed might make people susceptible. Yeah, to... this is not the first time this has happened, right? Right. But and so, that's that's, I think, why Cody is yeah, like, yeah. OK, let me go check on my some of my yeah. regular malcontents. Some mm-hmm. of my problem children. Right. I was just going to be lying to the priest and see about getting to work with providing medical attention to anyone who might be hurt. Um, Dorothy's going to be checking with Anna Dijkstra, the baker lady. Make sure everything's okay there. Did we give her a name? I just did. Craig just did. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I already looked up a name. Oh, okay. That's fine. Go with yours. No, okay. Uh, Margot Dezuter. Okay. In chat. Um, how about, um, how about you, Ralph? What's Stefford up to? Yeah, I'm trying to think what he would do. Um, the relief effort. Hmm. Uh, contact Susie is engaged with. You know? Hmm. 
I imagine there are teachers in the town. Hmm? Yeah, they're just cool. children. Yeah, you're probably yeah, looking. That's, a, look that's definitely them. a scene that's happening. It's like okay. taking care of a couple children that are still. There's not many because like most cool. people have left the city. Gotcha. At this yeah, point, like the armies have moved into a lot of the buildings and stuff like that. It's kind of it's kind of been not quite like like Ash said the the hurricane survivors that refuse absolutely refuse to leave. It's not quite to that yeah. point yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely like a teacher and a couple like a few kids that they're watching that while parents are doing something else or um, not doing something else yeah <laughs> um but let's start uh, with um let's start ahead. with Craig over with Miss Dorothy um you make your way over to the bakery and it is standing and um Margo is out front passing out some baguettes and some some other like, breakfast rolls and stuff like that um to some of the like soldiers that are working and, and some of the townsfolk that have been working all night and stuff like that uh what time of year is it um early october okay it's chilly but not all right um so uh, approaching the bakery is it mm-hmm. looks mostly intact and everything yeah Okay. Yep. Um, so, so sort of make my way in. The Mar- Margo. Heard you guys got hit last night. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's been happening more and more frequently. But well, these on bones aren't going anywhere. I hear you. Um. The brass is going to do what the brass does, but is there anything you guys need that isn't being looked after? No, I mean, the, you know, you know, folks have been, been kind already, everyone working on the church and everything. Um, we've got, unfortunately, we've got a few boys working on digging some graves over in the, in the churchyard, but. How many? Uh, Four. All right. Well, if if there's nothing else pressing, maybe I'll go give them a hand. Then. Sure. Thanks a lot for those croissants the other day. Oh yeah, no worries. That's, that's what I'm here for. That's why it's why I'm here. You know. All right. Well, we're probably going to be in town for at least a day. So if something comes up, wave me down. Let me know. Sure. 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 Yeah, we can. Play some cards or something like that tonight. Sure, that'd be great. And then uh, she'll head over to where they're doing some grave digging. Sure. Um, and I think the the priest is over here, like keeping an eye on the the like work on the church, but also like talking to families, consoling people, like getting ready to run some impromptu funerals and stuff like that, because they just don't have the time and the resources to go through the whole things these days. Because um, he's also like helping out with uh, with some of the army chaplains and stuff like that when people are coming back from the front and stuff like that too. So, um, and the the churchyard has expanded, right? They haven't moved the walls or anything, but there are graves well outside of the churchyard now into mm-hmm. like w- like what used to be a street and another section of houses is now just empty 
rubble that's been removed and, and, and graves with, you know, little twig crosses and stuff like that. Um, um, you know, there's a few few gravestones that have actually been sort of scratched in with knives and stuff like that, but um, the the days of ornate burial in this city are behind it. Uh, Lenny, a little bit of that advocate, is, uh, are there any new ghosts or ghosts that look like they're just not sure what's going on? Anyone sort of dazed and confused? Um, not currently. Okay. Not here. Um, Adelaide. Um, you get directed over towards a sort of makeshift hospital tent. Um, there are a few people in here that caught, you know, um, some minor burns from getting out of houses and things like that. Um, in here, um, there is another nurse and she, you and her, um, I'm not going to make you roll to do medicine like this, but you work on a couple people, like a broken, uh, broken arm and, um, treat a couple uh, burns and um, as you're kind of finishing up headed towards the last patient um, you just hear this um, this nurse you're working with just kind of muttering over this last patient that poor girl uh, yeah I'm just going to walk upside her and be like what do you what happened um her sister was one of the ones that didn't make it last night. So, uh, well, she's the she's the last degree left in left in town. Uh, do I see the girl she's talking about? Yep, she's a young girl, about your age. Um. She's got some some burns and some scrapes and stuff like that, um, and bandages like over her ears, where she might have gotten caught like an actual blast itself. Um, and uh, like kind of mid-length curly, like chestnut brown hair, um, and she's currently sedated and stuff like that. Um, okay, so I can't talk to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well. I don't know, I guess I just want to check and make sure that she is as okay as she can be. I don't have any, like, abilities that would help with this, I don't think. Um, yeah, I want to be able to help her out when she wakes up. Yeah, as, you're, as you're like getting a closer look at her um, you I mean you don't have like mage side or whatever but you just see things right yeah like we can just see ghosts and stuff mm-hmm. um, her necklace is an anchor Ooh. okay um, and then I'm just going to start looking around surreptitiously um, I want to find a ghost, her sister, presumably. 
maybe. Maybe one of her parents. Um, yeah. There are, I mean, there's a, a decent crowd of ghosts around here. Um, if you want to make a, maybe a perception check. Or like an empathy roll or something. Uh, what is perception? It's plus. What's composure? Okay, yeah. I'll yeah. do that. Okay. Alright, can I do what's an empathy? Yeah. It'd be more like reading the ghost body language and see if anyone's are like particularly close to her or something like that. Three successes? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, there is um Um, there is a, um, of the full on like acting ghosts, both the rank ones and the rank twos around the tent, there is no one that is seemingly related or caring particular about her. But in like looking around and trying to get a feel for the situation, um, there is a, um, you almost don't catch it for a while, but it's just this little wisp of a thing um, that kind of just hides around her necklace. And as you um, kind of lean in to try and figure out what it is, um, you just smell burning. Uh, and then it fades away. Um, but every every now and then it pops it back up, flickers back the, to life. Yeah, it's the the um, yeah, it is the it is the raw hot fire like a fire out of control, not like something like a, in a hearth cozy and welcoming um and um do you check out the necklace itself uh yeah definitely once i start seeing that there's something up with it um it is a small glass jar on a string um with a piece of charred wood inside of it huh um I'm going to turn to the other woman and be like, what happened to her parents? Oh, they died a few years back. So other girls had to come into the city. Um, they're, um, she kind of gestures back, like towards the front. It's like their land was out that way. Can I? I don't know what I can. Like looking at this splinter and this little thing that's around it. Do I know that that is a ghost or that that is something else? The splinter is not the ghost. 
Or like the little wisp that was around. That is the ghost. That's a tiny thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of an impression left by something dying than an actual full-on like being. It's like a spirit moat kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know what I can do to learn more about it. Um, I don't think that it hanging around on this girl is a good thing. Can I attempt to communicate with it? No, yeah. It doesn't have any sort of sentience at all. Like, cause think of like a rank one ghost where they're like stuck in the loop of dying. Like mm-hmm. this is lower than that. It doesn't even have a, 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 a mind or anything going on at all. Uh, yeah, well, I'll ask the lady if she knows anything about this necklace. Has she always had it? I don't know, darling. I'm, I don't know her that well. I suppose if she was wearing it in the middle of the night, it must be rather important to her, but couldn't tell you more than that. Yeah, I just, I don't know what I can do here. Okay. I mean, and then do y'all get, like, go back and work on other patients and stuff like that? Yeah. Over the course of that. Just this is a thing to note that, Yeah. Something weird is up, and I would something like that to... sticks out in your mind. Yeah, it's, it's more of what it's meant to be, scene wise. Um, um, Stafford. Yes. Uh, you make your way over to the schoolhouse, which is a little, you know, two room little wooden uh, building. Not like a shack or anything, but there's there's not many. There never has been many kids in this in this town like it's not uh, it wasn't ever a um it's a new york city wrestling uh metropolis or anything yeah um and there's um the the teacher is, let me get another name close my tab Mr. Uh, Mr. Roos. Mm. Um, and you hear uh, the shouting of some of the kids and playful shouting, like um, trying to get him to play some game or another. And he's kind of looking out, watching, watching how things are going and keeping an eye out to see if any like more trouble was going to happen and stuff like that. And he sees you coming up the up the road and kind of just gives a friendly wave. Stafford approaches with his hands in his pockets. Um, and he, you have that like moment of where you catch where he's like, he had just been waving and now he sees um, you're actively coming towards him. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Good morning, sir. 
<laughs> and he approaches, you know, hands in his pockets and says, um, Morning, Mr. Roos. How are you in this inauspicious day? Uh, we're holding up fine in here. Keeping the, keeping the kids busy so we can, you know, get everything taken care of today. Quite an important thing to do in these circumstances. Yeah. Maybe they'll learn something rather than just... <laughs> and you, like, a kid comes screaming out the door, like, <laughs> holding a stick as, like, a fake gun, like... <laughs> well, I've always understood that one of the most important ways is one of the most important ways to learn is through self-expression. Sure. Seems it plays. Um, have y'all met before? Hmm, I'd like to think so. Okay. Probably uh, incidentally. Sure. Right, coming through. But uh, this might be one of the first like real conversations. Yes, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to gauge the vibe of. Makes sense. Yeah. I, th I think there's a we we know who we we know yeah, of yeah, each yeah. other. Probably right. hadn't uh, uh, have met, right? There's right. been an acquaintance, but not a uh, a long or developed right. conversation. Without making light of it, like you are someone that sticks out in town. Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, one of the things to do when you're in a foreign land, especially one where you stick out, is to make sure you have some contexts. Right. Some some contacts that. Uh, think of you um well if right. not well at least not sure. negatively so um yeah so he you know he talks with you a little bit and you know make sure that you know checks in on the rest of your unit and stuff like that and hopefully y'all haven't had any, any losses on the front or anything but it happens it's the way uh, of war unfortunately yes Another unfortunate thing, of course, is that in wartime, one of the most severe casualties is the innocence of children. Sure Are there any here that aren't holding up as well as the others? Um. Yeah, I think there's, for, for purposes of the scene, there's... there's a kid being kind of quiet off in the corner like maybe not in this bombing but in the previous one like mm. lost a parent and was having yeah. trouble kind of dealing with that um, sort of reminder um, and noticing that he says uh, with your permission might I speak with that child sure Maybe an outside perspective on it might help. I'd like to hope so. Um, I don't really want to role play as a sad child. Uh, That's fine. Thank you. But I can we, I can tell can, you what, uh, what what my goal is, and then if you yeah. want to mechanically abstract it, that's totally okay with me. So Stefford's goal is to um, one console a child, mm -hmm. right, and therefore demonstrate to Mister Roost that he can be an asset in that specific context. And two, acquire some potentially useful information because kids are less jaded than adults. And, you know, the whole story is about kids seeing ghosts when they're young. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, out of character, would like to lean into that a little bit and guise and assume that perhaps kids are more willing to indulge sure. that possibility, right? And I'm I'm totally okay with you, Chris. However, you want to rule, yeah, it, right? I'm cool with that. Great. That that's basically where I'm going. So Steffer's goals would be: Hey, make this kid feel a little bit better and engage him, and then figure out. And you didn't say gender, so I didn't hear you. Actually, engage them, um, and then and then figure out if they have useful information about an sure. experience, like if their parent is visiting them or they've heard about some other ghost in town or something. Um. If you're consoling, might be wit sympathy. He's particularly good at that. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for that. Okay, Um, fair enough. Cool. As far as information, um, yeah, this this guy's been he's eight or nine or something like that, Mm -hmm. and he talks about um, seeing people, ghosts, um, leaving the churchyard. And heading off uh, towards towards the war is probably how he phrases it, mm, um, okay. which is, sticks out in your head because you know there's an Avernian gate there. It's an yeah. old one. It's a stable one. So why like ghosts in the churchyard if they're moving on somewhere? Why they're not going through there would be something to investigate. Okay, quite useful. Um, and to sort of piggyback off that, um, I think the, the scene of, um, Dorothy and Cody kind of being over there together, um, Mm. picks up and I think you, um, you know, you're talking with the living, you're, you're going through, um, not the motions, but like going through doing work and, and talking to people. And I think your your miscreant thing here, Drew, right. comes into play <laughs> when the um, the guardian of the gate approaches you. Love it. Like as you step foot into the churchyard. Fantastic. Now, just for my well, I'm 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 sure you're about to tell me anyways, but I'm gonna ask. Mm-hmm. Is this like is this a guardian guy who actually is doing his job? Mm-hmm. Or okay. Yep. Tries to keep those in his charge under control and um you know send some on some some along when they're ready and stuff like that. I just also realized this is gonna be an old as fuck ghost. Yeah. Because um, he prays how he, old? I was looking up earlier. Yeah. That is a good question. Uh is an ancient town known to have been raided by Romans in the first century BC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he is like an ancient like Gaul warrior. Cool. <laughs> yeah. First mentioned by um, name in 1066. All right. Yeah. A lot of things were first mentioned by name in 1066. Yep. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Turns out. Yeah. Um okay. Um but and and Cody being who he is and being in his head a soldier first has got a gun right. you know is, is you know right. now walking around unarmed and and looks over and like does a quick like look left look right look who's like paying attention and most people I'm sure doing their right. own business so actually mm-hmm. shakes this guy's hand right. um and uh you know 
does a very kind of military like you actually yeah i guess cody straight up says report soldier <laughs> um and he's for all he's pleasant and chatty with people like with ghosts it's it's a very professional you know necessary sure. kind of thing this thing kind of snarls a little bit like puffs his chest up and um like doesn't draw his his spear but like gets his shield ready and then just like bangs it a few times um and um I'm not under your command need I remind you again however since your purposes are currently in line with mine. And I have no reason to want to fight with that thing inside you. I'll tell you this. Something has gone wrong. My gate does not open. those in my charge are and I think at this point you're like walking into the churchyard a little bit more mm -hmm. and this is where um, Dorothy can, can join in you, you recognize Cody like talking to the, the guardian of the graveyard alright um, those under my charge can remain here but feel a pull elsewhere The pull through the gate, you mean? Yes. The <laughs> sensation, the feeling of needing to move on, that should be directed. And he points to this, like, it's like this stacked stone arch, right? right. Um, with, like, a really, like, old school, like, brass gate that's not, not ornate in any way. Just bars and a few vertical bars and one sort of melted on across them at a diagonal. Um, and yeah, you, you if you look at this thing, it uh, it's weird to feel like something like this has died, mm. but that very much is the um, the feeling here. Um, if you want to investigate further, you're welcome to. And like I said, Craig, you can jump in if yep. you wish. Uh, rolling me some. This would be wits plus a cult. It kind of. Uh, yeah. Okay. Kind of catch the vibe. Uh, actually, we're going to add Lopar and Craig. I think you were muted and you just said something. Yeah. So uh, if Dorothy sees Cody talking to the Guardian guys, she'll let them have their time and just um, okay. keep working. There's um, ghosts in the unit with us, right? Yes. In Project are any of them? Yeah. Are, are there any of them nearby? Um, 
I think most of them tend to stay closer into the barracks and stuff, where you've like brought anchors with you and, and stuff. Right, right. Okay, um, fair enough. Technically, uh, they could all crowd around Stafford. Sure. <laughs> oh, is he just a portable anchor? At rank three, or synergy yep. three, you you yeah. exude anchor energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. His manifestation, or not manifestation, his uh, liminal aura. Liminal aura, thank you, exactly. Functions as an anchor. So, yeah. He's trying to be empathetic to them ghosts to counteract <laughs> jagged shards being an asshole to everyone. If we're nice, everything's okay. No, just rend them to shreds. It's easier that way. Um, yeah, so two successes to kind of scope out the gate. Um, yeah, you approach it and you... You kind of like put a hand out on the, um, because y'all can force open Ogrenian gates if you want to. Kick them open. I think you can use keys yeah, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you go so far as to try and do that, but um, in looking at it, it's almost like you can tell there's like a cave-in behind it. Oh. Like it is disconnected on the underworld side, somehow. Hmm. Yeah, you. I don't think it's an actual cave-in. I think it, but that's the that's how it comes across to you. That's how you understand it. It's right. like there's a, a blockage or a collapse or something like that in how this works. Hmm. Well, perhaps we should force it open. I guess I can engage in character. Um. Wait, assuming that we're when all did there, are we all together? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I think maybe you were just saying that hypothetically about the anchor condition. Right. So yeah, I'm I was just talking about talk. the yep. crew. Fair enough. Cool. It's so good. good. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. I revised what I was saying. For <laughs> for Cody, it's effectively getting hold of the gate, and you to feeling it's like okay, no, this yep. should open, and then he- feeling something behind. That's unusual. Um ghost has this happened before or the gates refuse to open never my watch has been unceasing done well with that like cody cody is well out of his depths here but he's putting on a show of like yep yep no we can fix this yep 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 uh truly Not from this side, obviously. We'll have to hear something out on the other side. Yep, that's what we'll have to do. Okay. <laughs> uh, and pats the ghost on the shoulder and walks off and sees Dorothy and goes, Fabulous, somebody <laughs> somebody else to talk to. Um and based off of what you're saying, it's it sounds like there are ghosts who have no anchors and are ready to go. And are kind of piling up in the churchyard. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, um, they have been leaving. And like while y'all are there, you see a couple leave and just sort of walk and or float. They're a little ghostly butts like due east. That's not good. Where are they going? <laughs> yup. Um, actually, yeah. It's, that's far more interesting to, uh, to, to Cody. 
Um, so he's going to go. Uh, you know, uh, Dorothy, have a George, moment. George, do you want to take a walk? Uh, sure, actually, yes. Um, and like offers his arm gentlemanly to, you know, grandmother character um, and points her. It's like in full uniform. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and points her to the line of ghosts, you know, that, you know, kind of dotted out that have been walking away from the cemetery and going. Yeah, especially if you've got like binoculars or something. There's like it's not quite like a conga line, right? It's right. not it's not that that fast. Um, but you can see there's one here and then there's one, you know, five hundred yards out. Yep. Um, that are like moving with purpose. Like something's drawing them. Uh and and east. Yeah, and we all know that's not good. Um, Especially after the other night. Centurion, do you feel anything, detect anything, hear anything? Look at this bound talking to their geist. <laughs> Nothing that I could point out as useful knowledge. You and I share senses for the most part. Well, shall we see where they go? Uh, I was going to uh, reconnoiter out a little ways to see if what I can see, probably out to the edge of town in a little ways. Um, You were working on things, and I don't know if we can gather up our comrades when they're ready and I'll meet you on the east end of town and like pulls out a set of binoculars and you know uh, see what I can see um okay I can go and get them if you want I I wouldn't mind coming with you to see what's going on here though yeah um hmm because Cody wants to make sure that like a message is left for the rest of the group and so yeah yeah. Uh, in character, we can handle that with him literally yelling at some other soldier or something like that. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, in that case, um, if you'd like to go on a stroll with me. Uh, oh, you, and we'll meet you on the edge of town, all four of us? Is yeah, that what that, you mean? Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll arrange it. Yeah. Y'all talk to one of your others and, and get messages to Stafford and to Adelaide. Right. And yeah, basically, because Cody isn't ready to just like, oh, we need to run off and go handle this. They're obviously doing stuff, especially in the case of Stafford and Adelaide, taking care of living people who actually matter. Um, And, you know, Cody's like, these guys are up to trouble. Let me figure out what they're what they're doing. So, yeah, Cody basically heads to the east end of Ypres out a little ways. And, yeah, it's just kind of spying out with binoculars until everybody else shows up at that point. Um, anything else that uh, Stafford or Adelaide would like to accomplish before the message arrives? No, uh, I, I think, think so. I'm, yeah, I'm mostly good to come back, regroup. I do want to report on the weird little thing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like a girl wearing a tiny shard of a ghost around her neck isn't healthy. Hmm. But for now, um, yeah, we're are they going? Cool. 
Um, if if this is what y'all are investigating, um, you essentially spend most of the afternoon um, or part of the afternoon waiting for basically the next ghost to leave um, and then following it. Um, and you're, you're welcome to talk to it as it's going and it mostly just says gotta go it's my time something tells me east is a good direction um and you like i said it's been most of the afternoon at that point make your way like it's just like walking across uh the tops of the trenches and stuff. Um, and so y'all have to like find your way through the twists and the turns and everything like that to like keep an eye on it and stuff like that. It's not hard, but it takes time and it takes a lot of, uh, it takes effort. Um, and I think as the sun is like starting to set, um, you make it up to the, like the very like front lines. Um, and there has, there's, no current fighting going on right now but you know there was some like all last night and stuff like that um and there's occasionally some some mortars going off and stuff like that but there's no there's no pushes happening um and um you see um this thing this ghost uh just keep on going right off into no man's land um you can because it's it's all up and down in marshlands and all stuff like that it's, it's hard to get a a read on the distance of where things are out there and stuff like that um especially because it is i think it's harder for you all because there is such a fucking mess of ghostly shit happening out there um just i mean thousands of rank one ghosts just getting exploded over and over again um then and then eventually you know they start disappearing and stuff like that um but as you're watching this one in particular um you see him um like meeting up with other ghosts that are more cognizant um and just like standing together in no man's land uh-huh uh does boneyard affect ghosts yes uh yeah i'm gonna take a moment and put that out so i can sort of get a feel for do you have the second dot of Boneyard? I only have one, so I don't know if I can make it okay. big enough. I think you're going to make it big enough. Okay. This, this is like a, a mile out into... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah with the second dot, you could do it with like a, a campus-sized Boneyard. Um, it'd be a lot of overwhelming information, though. <laughs> um, You are aware of every ghost inside of this thing. <laughs> Um, uh, and I, I think if y'all stay there and like most kind of keep watch to try and figure out what's going on you notice that about every six hours 
um, another one makes it like to the spot. They Unless they're there, they're just standing. Mm-hmm. There's almost a, like, there's this weird, like, like, optical illusion, um, like, from, from Chris to y'all out of character, it looks like in a video game when there's no collision between, like, an MMO and there's, like, 40, 40 orcs of the same Yeah, they're all superimposed, nearly. Um, and so there's just variations in human-sized ghosts all just like standing on the exact same spot is there any way we can get there <laughs> cody will chime in and go you you ready to get muddy because <laughs> we can belly crawl our way out there which admittedly cody is probably thinking about doing yeah i think we need Does to get a closer look need to get there um, because yeah, we can't move through Twilight, right? Uh, unless you get a ceremony or thing that does it. Nope. You can't just hop in. Um, it's not call, right? It's uh, Shroud would be the Shroud. likely one to do it. That's one. Yeah. I think it's the first. The first dot, right? That's the one that allows you to step in the Twilight. Gives you the Shroud condition, and you do it for. Uh, Certain length of time. Yep. Yeah. But can't take anybody with you until like third dot or something like that. Yeah. Right. Geez, fourth dot. Um, I mean, well, this is where Jagged Shards will be telling Stafford that he could just. <laughs> this is going to sound stupid, but um, just punch his way through the ground until it gets underneath <laughs> destroy everything in your way yeah good luck with that yeah <laughs> yeah i know right but jagged charge is like he has all or they have all the time in the world right it has all the time in the world why not do it right it's like, i'm a person i can't just like spend 24 hours punching through mud what are you talking about it's like why not that's what you do <laughs> well it's sad adelaide's like taking off her nice white apron <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna fold it out to the side and be like, I guess, yeah. We going? Oh, I mean, Cody, Cody's on board. Cody's, you know, like, okay, all right, yeah. all right, Adelaide. Stafford. <laughs> Who's got Stafford, the best uh, stealth score? On board. I don't think it's I've... not me. I don't have that. Uh, I have a dot, but I've got pretty decent dexterity, and I. For me, I'm going to lean on... Oh, I have one dot in stealth, actually. Uh, no negatives. And three then. dots, Dex. Dorothy is not stealthy at all. Oh, you you and I are equally stealthy then, uh, Adelaide. I have one dot in dexterity and no dots in stealth. <laughs> Grandma stays behind. Noted. I mean... Right. We can cover for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can cover for her. Yep. Uh, you got three people with one dot. Should we both all roll? You can do a... a Got one dot and three decks. Group action. Not bad. Do a group action here. Mm -hmm. Um, Whoever eventually does the actual roll will have a minus one penalty for uh, covering for Granny Dorothy. Got it. Okay, so we don't decide who's going to like actually roll. We all have the same stats, right? One dot, stealth, three decks. Um, 
And this is actually where I was going to ask Chris, because technically the call lets me use um, a the Geist attribute for one of mine for an action. Uh, sure. Would you be cool with it? Cool this? That. Okay, cool. So activate. It's two. It's two layers of potential failure for this. So sure. Right. Uh, cool. All right. So let me roll uh, synergy. Uh, oops. Hang on. I spent two willpower. No, just one. Okay. Um, I will spend one now for uh, all plus energy. Okay, there it goes. Um, uh, do you want us to roll to see how many more? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, roll. Okay, I'm going to roll my dex stealth. Plus one. Counter extra minus one for counter extra penalty. There you go. Appreciate it. Um, and for Are you using a key. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. actually, yeah, my key's at. Uh, yeah, the the key of stillness. Mm-hmm. Very appropriate here. Mm-hmm. Add my potion. Wrapping up my skirts. Um. And then I was going to ask loins. Um, Chris if this is in keeping with my touchstone and wanting to see a new place uh, and new things and therefore increasing my effective synergy by two. Give it to you. Okey-do. This is definitely there is something new and weird happening and you're trying to find out about it. Yep. And I'm assuming none of y'all have been into the underworld yet. Mm-mm, definitely not. Um, probably avoiding it yeah yep i think all our guys are going no no we really don't need to go down there that's probably not a good idea for you yeah and we're like oh that's fine i prefer to stay up here anyway so that's, that's okay yep. you want to go okay great uh um, yeah, jagged charge just says things don't down there <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so where is my key of stillness so i can remember um resolve hmm is that resolve uh, composure um, and then it's resonant when the target of a haunt is um, oh well uh, is it resonant I guess is the better question then um, the actual uh, read of it is it's resonant when the haunt of a uh, target of a haunt is unaware of the bounds presence which I'm the target so very aware of my own presence helpless or if there's no one present in the scene except for the bound and the target um, but no, everybody wants to tag along with Cody. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I, mean, uh, I'm I would let you go by yourself if you want. Because I think I think this is king of stillness to be stealthy and sneak up on ghosts. Fucking resonant as shit. <laughs> uh, Two ghosts? Nope. <laughs> it's not a time for stillness. <laughs> uh, okay, so that means uh, on my roll, I'm adding plus. Five because I'm spending willpower. Cool. That makes it exceptional, so I don't have to deal with the doom condition, anyways. Well, because it was resonant, wouldn't I? Oh, right. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, and that wasn't a like, you dummy. Why didn't you know this? That was more like a reminder of. Yep. Yeah. 
No, I and this is a uh, call. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and um, I... So because I don't need to add any additional, um, I just get because uh, I'm just going to use the bonus plasm that I already have. Mm -hmm. So I'm not okay. actually spending any. Which is three, four. Uh, three because of composure. Right. Sorry, I do not have enough monitors, remember? Yep, nope, I'm very... <laughs> yeah. No, two monitors, okay. not enough. So this will let you spend a charge to... Do a couple different use things. Use one of your guys' attributes. Ignore where penalties for a turn. Um, or gain exceptional success on three successes instead of five. When your viscous body would aid you. Yes. Example, grappling, squeezing. Yeah, so what is this? What is this? How does this change, Cody? Yeah, because this is where it bleeds. Yeah, the, the, the ooey gooey. Things get a little squishy. Well, and notably, I think, especially with the key of stillness, it, yeah, like he gets the kind of weird red, like, flesh and bone suit um and like if this were another game this would be a cool superhero costume but it's right. not um and cody feels it, especially because it's not Real, like and she like half congealed blood kind of thing going on right yeah. and it's not just a like oh it, the call goes over you know it this is this is now cody right, right. it's they, they get to share the share the weird cool overlapping body yeah Come this horror creature. Yeah, slurping is a good sound. <laughs> that that mixing with the the muck and the mud that is the ground at this point. The blood and yeah. the bone and oh yeah, yeah, love this, that. yeah this is gross. Love that. Um, um, Ralph, you owe me a disgusting. deck stealth roll. Sure, happy to make one. No. Well, Drew, you can roll flat. Yep. Whatever that is right now. Nope. Unchecking all this extra stuff. Okay, there we go. So dex plus stealth. But I'm technically using spending one charge to use finesse from it that bleeds, mm -hmm. which is six. That's right. another three. Um, mm -hmm. And then I'll spend another willpower on that. So plus six, X plus stealth plus six. Exceptional. Don't even have to spend a don't have to spend yeah. a charge to make it exceptional. You help everybody stay low and slurpy. Yep. <laughs> this is <laughs> I think, unpleasant. You just you, you just like follow me and you sort of just like slurp your way, leaving like a fucking path through the mud, and then everyone is expected to like crawl behind you well crawl behind but also i imagine he's also using his body to like make sections of cover it's like oh no. hang on guys here's no. just this sheet of red that's just hiding and just crawl behind it it's you fine know when, like, you know when snakes like wiggle in the sand and yes. like sort of half bury themselves it's like that yep um, and i think there are whispered i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry you have to touch um, me right now sorry <laughs> Yeah. So fortunately, we have the biological yeah 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 tolerance for biology. Tolerance for biology. Literally give everyone a merit 
could be yeah. like, yeah, you're not grossed out by shit because uh, yeah. <laughs> this is That's your right. daily life now. This is normal. So I'm not she's super the new okay normal. with it, but... As she's crawling through this um, abattoir, basically, Dorothy is just like, I used to run a garden society. We talked about plants. Hmm? Just lamenting the state of her life as she's stroping her way through the... Yep. The debris. <laughs> I guess it's better than hacking off gangrenous limbs. Yes, for me it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the the key part of this stealth was like getting out there, mm-hmm. like up over the trenches, and then out there, mm-hmm. like getting to the scene. Essentially, I'm gonna let you like talk to ghosts and that once you get there. But um, especially like as the sun is setting with the like backdrop silhouette against the sun uh become an easy target to hit yeah yeah cody's real issue is not getting shot the ghosts yeah that was my big concern of like yeah. <laughs> well because you know that if you get seen people are going to start firing and then people are going to start firing on the other side yep. and it's gonna it's gonna become a whole nother like battle segment right yep. so um i appreciate that i looked over and perry had just said Nobody liked that, and I don't know at what point in the last ten to fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <says that. laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you make your way out, and um, in like just a like a depression left by an explosion, a little small crater is where these things are. These ghosts are all standing, um, and yeah, like to the point of like all being on like millimeter precise spot wow why or how what's yeah. is there something there there's nothing else to be seen uh real or ghostly currently um i think especially considering it that bleeds is here and there's that whole red passion thing going on in Cody's head um, uh, leaning into the other side of call which is the intimidating scary part right? and just warping <laughs> over and just a growling not pleasant voice of why are you not all in the graveyard where you belong and there's this like cascade of like them shrinking back away from you um and it ends up looking really weird because their feet don't move so they like they like lean all the way back into like a chair position and then like almost like a matrix dodge but their feet are and their feet are anchored lowercase a yeah lowercase a yeah um and as they as they lean back, like sort of away from that spot, uh, everyone can give me a, a um, perception check. Okay, cool. What's composure? You got it. Needs to be a button to uncheck everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you well, one, two, three, and four successes. Great job, everybody. Um, you see, like, you know, when, when, when people's feet meet and there's like a little bit of 
gap between the like the like the heels showing right if mm-hmm. you like look down directly on someone's feet where they're touching right because that's how these like they were standing like almost at attention mm-hmm. so through that little gap between their feet um and it's it's weird to look at because they're all different sizes and there's mm-hmm. uh, this sort of layered um too many layers of saran wrap covering up things and stuff uh, like that yeah um you see an Avernian gate? Whoa. Like a teeny like tiny one? Berries? But like the size of a quarter. Peculiar. Are they being pulled through it? Nope. They, I don't think they could fit. Like, because there's a specific ceremony about actually having, allowing things to go through Avernian gates that don't fit. Um, so normally size does matter. Stafford says, I was worried. To use a perhaps ill-fitting metaphor, what I suspect when I hear about, when I heard about these ghosts coming from the graveyard here, I thought that perhaps they were beckoned by a siren call that was even more alluring. And if they're not able to fit through this gate, perhaps they're brought here so that someone can claim them later. Does it look natural or artificial? Is there something weird about it? It just looks like a regular Avernian gate, just really teeny tiny. Cracking up, Chris. Yeah, I was cracking up into a shot. Um, yeah. um it. I would say every Avernian gate you've ever seen has been vertical. This mm-hmm. one is horizontal. Oh, wow. It is in the ground, on the ground. A hole in the ground. It's a hole in the ground. Okay, so how do we unmake an Inverdian gate? Does it have a guardian? <laughs> Not yet, uh, I would imagine. Is no. there a guardian geist? Right. No. Yeah. So this must be artificial. Not necessarily. Just nobody's been buried near it. There's probably thousands of corpses buried near it. Not have they been buried, buried. or are they just here? Yeah, interred. Sure, yeah, yeah they're. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Cody is still growling at these ghosts. Um, sure. uh, they are. Can I terrified of you? Can I make a? a wit's empathy test to perceive their emotions. Sure. I think it might give me a little additional information about what they're feeling. I, I recognize that the fear that Cody is causing might be a bit distracting, but um, I'm hoping that there might be something else about what um, emotion is leading to them being present. What they're, what they're, um, all right, cool. Is a specialization or a special, yeah, specialization in empathy emotions. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now they're scared of Cody. Mm -hmm. Um, but under that getting into, and especially if you like, you can kind of get some of the stack to like turn and face you and talk, Mm -hmm. um, creates this, um, 
very layered, like three-dimensional um, thing. And this is where you pick up on it, is that they might be like connecting. Ooh. Oh. Oh, that's not good. Like it, it sets off alarm bells when you realize this. Like something weird is happening here. Um, and the emotion that you get from this stack that kind of turns to, to greet you is yeah. just exhaustion. Um, huh? like more like ennui, right? They're oh, they're okay. tired of the war. They're tired of the yeah. death. They're tired of their unlife, and they're ready to move on. Mm. So something has blocked the real gate, and now we've got this, whatever it is. I don't know what's going to be the quicker solution. Like getting some ghost explosives and clearing the the cave in, and then the power of that gate might overwhelm this tiny little thing, or destroying this one and then figuring out the cave in later. Hmm. I think but, this one is, or has done something to them that unblocking the other gate alone might not fix. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking too. So how do we destroy this one? Any ideas? This is kind of beyond my... Hey, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is sir. this a Vernian gate open, but people can't get through? Um, is there a particular rule or something about that? Uh, no, it's just, I mean, A, because, like, if it's open, but it's too small, you can't just go through it. Like, they bring that up right. for, like, driving yes. vehicles through them and stuff like that. But Cody can squeeze through tiny places. Oh... When you are slime, it is open. Oh, is that something you want to do? No, oh, no, <laughs> yes, no. You. I mean, come on, because because notably, as How long you as find it's out, a, if you don't fuck around, as long yeah. as it's still open, I can come right back through. But yeah, Cody's like, he's hearing all this conversation. I think, you know, Stafford making some comment about them merging together or something like that. And Cody is just staring at this little space that he can see and going, I think I can fit in that. This is such a bad idea. But I have this touchstone that says I want to go to places. And even find, find out what's on the other I think, side. Let yeah. me, if I can, if I can grab, grab hold a little tighter of Cody for a second. Um, I think you end up like leaning down to look at it and it is this like ghastly ectoplasmic sort of uh, it it functions more like a portal than just a tunnel opening for me Mm -hmm. I feel like there's I don't feel like you can I like the idea of when an inverting gate is open you can't just look through it and see what's on the other Mm -hmm. side Um, that said that bit is like at the bottom of the cylinder that is this hole that's about two to three feet deep. Um, and lining the hole are teeth. Yeah, Cody's oh, not going down there. Of various different sizes and shapes and species and 
Yeah. Unmoving, but unsettling, to say the least. Yeah, and just to to make sure I have the right visual before I come up with some wacky, dumbass, Acme incorporated plan here. Um, the teeth and tunnel is before the Avernian gate beneath it. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the availability of a stick of dynamite? They're trying to blow up the tooth tunnel to get to the gate. Sure. I'm just going to stick it in. You got one with yep. you. Sure. Yeah, sure. I have grave goods. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, you got a ghost stick of dynamite. Yep. <laughs> exactly you're that. You're just slide it and stick it in the hole. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because this is a this is a ghost good. Yep. So it exists in Twilight. Correct. And its explosion oh, will also happen ghosts. in ghosts. So the ghosts are going to get hit. Yeah. Yes. Now, the thing I'm going to bring up. <laughs> This is very obvious of what Cody is about to do to everybody else, because this is what Cody is doing, because as I mentioned in chat, Cody isn't quite into that whole dead people matter thing yet. Mm, (laughs) Cody just sees a problem and is going to blow it up. Kill them again. They'll reform. But like, it's 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 bad. Yeah. um, Just hey, just a moment. Let's see if we can. Yes, Dorothy. Do you have do you um, have a better plan? Also, real quick for chat. I'm not worried about the Germans. This is an explosion in Twilight. Yeah. Please continue. Um, Craig. I think they were saying about what the Germans are um, doing, maybe. Sure. Stafford. Yes. You're basically like a portable anchor. Can you lean that into that a little bit to try and herd these guys away a little bit or something? Well, uh, that's kind of what I was uh, implying when I mentioned about what was attracting them here. Yeah, I just don't want to see them shredded by Twilight Dynamite. I agree. I think that there might be a way for perhaps me to provide at least a temporarily more alluring summonings to them than this maw that they're perched above. Um, They seem stuck, though. Like, they tried to run away from Cody and couldn't. Well... I mean, trying to unstuck them, that's all. Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. I'm all for this. This is I know, great. I know. <laughs> um, but this is 100% just Cody possibly getting some character development or mm-hmm. getting to blow up a bunch of ghosts. So either way, I win. Let me see something. Bro. Yeah, um, my opinion on it is not great, but like they're already dead and they're going to they can't get any deader yeah Dorothy's uh, root advocate is not going to fly very well with her at all <laughs> yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah I have Gardner which is all about pruning the underworld by sure. putting ghosts in positions of power and cutting down the ones that should be so, so like this is what I'd like to do okay. and like can we help with plasm or something Okay, one willpower increases it. Let me see then. I'm trying to determine how I can get it. No, I can't change it. It's still going to be anchor. Okay, I can't make it open. Um, so, uh, Sephard's going to approach the ghosts, and he's going to look at them intently. Mm-hmm. He's going to say, 
death comes for all of us eventually. And in ways we rarely can expect. Uh, you're currently perched above a maw that will likely deliver unto you a fate that is worth and what you ex- there's worst there's worse than what you experience in the mortal coil if you would but hear my words and lean, lean into my presence for but a moment i can protect you from the damage that might be rent upon this area He's going to step away from them and and say, With your remaining power, lift your foot and cling to me. And I will deliver you from the fate that would befall you if you are unable to do so. Um, Keep in mind, I don't know what's going on. So Yeah, that's fine. This is a perfectly yeah. valid thing to try. All right, great. Sweet. Um, Thanks. I think, and I'm not going to make you roll for it. I'm just going right. to tell you what happens, but okay, cool. um, Works for me. this is the first instance where they don't all seem to be perfectly in sync. Okay. Not perfectly in sync. Cause they're, they're, they do have their own, like you could, you could like get one ghost's attention. And if you had something to like catch their interest, talk to them specifically, but, but they are becoming more and more attached. Um, and so it was the first where they started like splitting out and like turning and like, but their feet don't, their feet don't move. They do like rotate. Mm, okay. Right. Yeah. Perfectly above the, above the mall, like their feet shuffling around on either side. Um, and, um, it, it ends up being a lot to try and understand what's being said because it's being yelled at you in different languages. Not yelled at, mm. but it's being said in different languages from different time periods um, yeah. in different voices and sizes and statures and stuff. But in general, it is this very just sort of we appreciate the offer. We're not interested in being here anymore Mm. even something bad happening would be interesting and now drew kind of feels bad (laughs) (laughs) all right stafford says so be it Even in death, you deserve a chance to choose how to live. Cody's kind like of just for narrative purposes. Dorothy is just like kind of protesting because she knows what's about to happen. There's no real heat in it or anything. Yeah, she's but, not gonna like throw herself on the dynamite or whatever. But yeah, and because Cody looks over to Dorothy, you know, it's the only. Well, and then were, she'll turn yeah, away. Give it Protest, a chance, but it's not convincing, do, but... right? Yeah. Yep. Cool. So light a stick of twilight dynamite, drop that in the hole, and then pull himself back. Duck yeah, you all have to shelter because <laughs> it'll... Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing there are 
foxholes and trenches around. Yeah. Um, yeah, y'all dive back over and you hear that that boom. Um, and at least one spotlight on the German lines turns on. Cody, like, pinpoints that and makes a mental note. <laughs> um, they're not sure where it came from, but they do start sweeping and everything. Um, and you can peek back over and they are all still standing there. What about the tooth tunnel? Uh, the tooth tunnel is, I would say, the maw of mastication. What the I'll type in chat what I'm going to call this off chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you you can see even from a distance that their legs are stood slightly further apart. Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> Did we just widen it? Maybe. If we yes. widened it, then they can go in. Nope. But <laughs> Cody kind of leans over and goes, I wonder if I have more than my it doesn't doesn't no, actually do it because it's like okay hang yeah. on. about that time the spotlight sort of sweeps across and well, you like, duck down yeah and the four of us can make yeah. really convincing corpses so yeah <laughs> um, so I will say if you want to continue to investigate and do things here um, it is now dangerous. Well, Cody, especially after literally throwing a bomb at the problem and going the ghost because the ghosts are still there, yep. which is impressive. Um, yep. And then the uh, you know, the opening hasn't like massively widened open or anything like that. Yep. So it's just like it went from like, a, you know, the size of a quarter to like a two inch hole. Is there there's there's ways for us to open gates, right? Mm -hmm. Is there ways for us to close them? Uh, technically, they close automatically after like 24 hours or something like that. Right. But assuming one was left in a condition that could not close on its own. Could we force it closed? Or block it or bar it or seal it somehow? You see Stafford looking at this. I'm going to say no for now. In this situation, at least. It might be that in a normal situation, there'd be a way for you to close it. But I don't know that. I don't know the particular rules. But in this situation, this is something outside the rules. Happening. Not a normal gate. Yeah. So. To be said, there's also no rules for closing them. Yep. Okay, well. Do we want to try to focus more right now on reopening the one in town? If we're able to go in that way and approach this from the other side. Um, we can try either talking to Mr. Big Bridges 
Thank see Commander. if he has any guidance for us. Or consult the Oracle. Uh, well, actually, I will ask, out of character, Chris, do we know of another Avernian gate nearby? Because, I mean, obviously, it'd just be another graveyard or something. Yeah, you'd have to find another graveyard. Um, there's probably one in, like, a smaller town. But having not explored it and not knowing if they're connected close in the underworld, it's a kind of a crapshoot of an idea. Right, because that could be a month-long journey to find the other one. Right. Not that we know that, but... Steph, so, Sorry, go ahead. Ash. No, I was just going through a list of what we know. The gate is blocked in town. We have a small, little, horrible pit. The Germans are experimenting with ghosts. Do you think that this is related to that? Almost certainly. I mean, I want to point it at them, but at the same time, I am not the result of Germans doing something. I don't think any of you are. So, I mean, there are other things messing with the dead or I don't know. Um, but I think I think we can all agree that there's nothing we can do here now. And then well, so we can withdraw to a trench and consult the Oracle or head back to town and talk to Commander. Well, there is one thing that we can do, which might seem like inaction. And that is wait and see. Here, no man's Although, land. We're already I dead. Think wait here, but we don't need uh. to be perched in this immediate position. However, what I mean is to respond to your first question: if uh, we died by German hands, or Germans had anything to do with how we became what we are now, whether it was a stray bullet or a deliberate act of malice. They're both equally effectual and stripping away the soul we once had. What if he was not killed by Germans? Oh, fair, fair enough, but I mean, what, what, what Stafford is saying is in a more, um, a more abstract sense, right? In that we're all fighting the Germans. So sure. imagine if we weren't fighting the Germans, maybe people wouldn't have died. He just means that, hey, yeah. look, there's all kinds of things that are going on. So even if it doesn't seem that they're directly involved in killing you and making you a geist, right? They still could play some part in it. So what he says is, uh, I think it is reasonable to, to assume that if we once saw the ghosts being used as weapons, and these ghosts are somehow trapped here on the front in an area where weapons are being used, that it is possible that this is a collection site. I'm not suggesting that's the only interpretation. Just that, considering that this seems to be, or he wouldn't say seems, this is surprising and distinct that these ghosts would be trapped here and that the gate in town is blocked, we might learn something by just waiting a little bit and seeing if anyone comes to claim them. But out of character, I'm cool with every people. Mm -hmm. Zephyr's just like, look, why not stick around? 
It's not Dorothy says, anywhere else. I'm worried about the merging that seems to be happening here. I don't know what that would do. Is this going to be like a rank 15 ghost thundering across the battlefield, laying waste to everything around it? I mean, maybe. Unlikely. But I'm, well. I'm, I'm on board with setting up the trenches there and watching. Yeah. Especially we're only watching one spot and give or take a little bit of distance aside. I got he almost says four. He says there's eight of us. <laughs> <laughs> I love that catch. Yeah, there's four, eight of us. <laughs> um, do you have to be in your boneyard for it to be a boneyard? Uh, you lose it if you leave it, yeah. Okay. Mm. And the this side is too far away from the nearest trench to include it in a boneyard? Okay. Well, um, step one, I think. At least settled on bamboozing back to the trenches. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just try to roll to sneak back? No, that's fine. Okay. Um, you make it back. There, there does... Some fighting does start, but not like in your corridor line of sight, right? It's it's down a ways. Um, you hear some gunfire, um, and then it sort of makes its way up the up the trenches as you um, um, as you kind of crawl back down in, making it safe. And there's some other members of your squad that was like looking on lookout for you and stuff like that. Um, and um, as you get back in. We're gonna to go to break in just a second, but um, I can I can possibly double cliffhanger this episode. Um, yeah, heck yeah. Um, one of your squad, another one of the nurses actually is there and grabs your hand, Adelaide, and says, uh, "Come with me." Some scouts just made it back, and they're not in good shape. Okay, I'm running along with her. The rest of you can follow, but... Yep. Dorothy, definitely come. Um, and the scene that we will uh, leave it on is that you come across this like scouting party of five or six folks, um, and they... They're bleeding like they've been shot. Like big, big, messy puncture wounds. Um, but the second you go to treat one, you see two things one the exit wound is smaller than the entry wound and there are splinters right in the wound oh no interesting we'll take a break yay mm. I guess I um yeah We'll be back in a sec. Uh, YouTube, you won't even miss us. Um, so we left off with um, Adelaide trying to do some medicine. Um, and this... Not just this wound. These wounds on these soldiers all have these characteristics as you like kind of flip between them to, to see. Um, like the bleeding can be stopped, but it's it's... After you take a, a closer look at it, it's more like a, um, like a puncture 
that a um like missile attack mm-hmm. you've been run through with stakes uh, I want to check out the splinters mm-hmm. uh, let's see I can call that a start with another medicine check as that was wits and medicine uh probably intelligence medicine one success good enough for something um yeah you you get in there you're treating them as you're like collecting a few of these splinters um and it is if you're looking at enough of them over the course of the scene and other people can can jump in too as mm-hmm. well if you point these things out um it, it does not look like worked wood mm. a branch oh, shit. it is not like the splinter off of some sort of sharpened stake or something um particularly if you like keep on looking at it um and other people jump in there's even like traces of like bark like branches stabbed these guys okay um yeah i'm definitely pointing that out to everyone and trying to gather i mean removing these as part of medicine um most of these guys are kind of insensate um being haven't been um given some drugs to for the for the pain and stuff um one of them just goes ahead and then bleeds out. Um, yeah, I don't have high hopes for them with these wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, are any of them capable of talking so they can try to tell me what happened? One of, them, yeah. one of them is like sort of talking to you. He, uh, I, I would say only um, got stabbed, has wounds like on his wrist and like like in his calf. Um, Extremities, so he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In for a bad time, but might not die. Like through the through the heart or through the shoulder blades. Um. Yeah, one of them decided to bleed out. He's like, "No, we're good. I'm 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 gonna gonna check out out there real quick. I'm out." Um. Yeah, so he's he's sitting there. He's a little bit out of it. Um. Uh, you could do a wits empathy. I'm clicking things on your sheet because I'm not paying attention while I'm talking. Um, Three successes. um, Get through to him, I guess. He's seen something. He's not making sense in the way that people don't make sense around y'all sometimes. Oh. Were these... Um, Crew scouts or army scouts? Uh, army scouts. Okay, so these aren't initiated to our weirdness. No. I, I have a, a theory. Sure. Can I um, try and... Like, is it the guys that's speaking comprehensible sentences, or we just can't get the meaning of what he's trying to blather on about? Uh, I mean, I, I will tell you what he's saying, but from okay. a... Mentally from broken. A, yeah. Yeah, he's shaken up at the very least. Um, 
like obviously y'all are more willing to believe in weird things happening but yeah. if he was talking to someone else from that perspective they'd be like oh he's okay, gone this mad guy, this guy's gone yeah. mad or something yeah, yeah. um uh, can i yeah. try a manipulation empathy to test my theory against what he's saying okay sure um i'm thinking what if ghosts were somehow animating a tree seems kind of consistent with the wounds that we're seeing i mean he straight up says the trees the trees were there like the trees were there and burnham would come to dunsinane okay shakespeare quote um were you weren't in the like did the trees walk there or did the trees start no they just were there there weren't trees they and then there weren't. Were. There, there shouldn't. We're in okay, no okay. man's land. I... Okay. <laughs> the trees... Did they just... Did they look normal? Apart from attacking you and appearing out of nowhere. Last I Your heard life. was Ash asking, did they walk? <laughs> No, did they talk? And he started laughing. Yeah, because like, that's, hilariously. that's the same. Trees don't talk. Yeah, trees don't talk. And then uh, Dorothy asked where, and it was uh, not too far away, a little to the north, an area that used to be farms. And Dorothy suggested Cody and her go have a look. Of note, Cody is still over at the trench, keeping an eye on our pile of ghosts. Oh, yeah, you're watching. Okay. Okay, yeah, I yeah, Cody is no good at medicine, so... Mm-hmm immediately worried about you got attacked by trees in the no man's land area that used to be farms I just found a girl with a little ghost wood chip uh, so yeah I'm gonna ask him were any of them burned or were they healthy healthy trees um, he just like and he's w- uh, getting a little bit more out of it now um, he's still like has lost a lot of blood and kind of woozy um, and he just kind of like mumbles the word withered yeah I definitely want to go check this out <laughs> after tending to these branch stab wounds <laughs> yeah I don't this guy's gonna live. Uh, the right. other ones are up in the air. No. And, like, by this point, people are here to put them on stretchers and, like, take them to actual, like, med tents and stuff. All right, if you guys want to go check it out, should I go back and tell Cody what's going on? Or do you want me to are come with you? gonna leave him Well, he's keeping an eye on our... No, he was keeping an eye on our ghost pile to see if anything happened. We can always bring a, you know, Persephone Project crew member to keep an eye out. It seems Oh, I hadn't thought of that. For us to split. But, like, well, I mean, yeah, just in character, Cody hears, oh, some people are wounded, and Cody goes, yep, (laughs) and just keeps watching these ghosts. Uh, But now that something weird is up, yeah, Cody will be like, all right. Yeah, we can recruit someone else to come. Just, like, look watch we can, yeah activate uh, crew resources and that's only keep an eye on our ghost it's pile. not even that it's just 
You've got people that listen to you. Hey, watch this place. Yeah, alright. Fine. So once Cody is up to his, <laughs> up to speed, he goes, hang on. Hang on. You're asking me to go sneak out into no man's land again. This time by yourself. I mean, <laughs> you prefer that. I mean, I, you guys keep I'm, I'm saying joking. this. I'm joking, Cody. <laughs> We're never alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, that's true. Pat you on the shoulder. <laughs> as as uh, as you proceed along this journey, you might realize that it isn't so much that uh, it's always you and another, but it's you and them are one. Yeah, I don't really hmm, know how I feel about that. <laughs> Working together, inevitable. Working together, I'm on board with. We are one. Not. Nah. <laughs> think you're entitled to your reservations. That's the guy that uses the call. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Louis not a great conversationalist. <laughs> well, there are many ways to communicate. Even the mute have thoughts and language. So I just I'm not, encourage I'm not you to remember that we are in a state that is uh, sublime in many ways. We cannot completely understand it. And sometimes it behooves us to yield to it so that once we reach the other side, we are transformed into something new and something whole as opposed to discrete parts of one disparate existence. When must it be to be I a I don't poet? want to discount your point of view, but I also don't want to diminish the Centurion's individuality. It's a close partnership, but I... I, And maybe I'm not thinking about it the right way, but for me, I definitely want to keep the lines between us. And he, like, fully, like, makes himself seen and, like, steps away from you, like, side by side, like, in... Like, <laughs> not quite like full on like ready for battle, but like separating himself in line with what you're saying, but also standing side by side, ready to fight. A partner, but a distinct yeah. entity. Right. Um, about this time, um, because I can use these guys as like genre savvy a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. um, Louis is just like whistling in your head. Do you Arm have anything to report? Possessed. And trees coming back from the dead. Okay. Maybe what these collected ghosts are being used for? Ma'am, I turned over to me like so. Do we want to deal with the girl first? What girl? Oh, I've told you about the, the girl in town with the, the ghost splinter around her neck. The wood chip, as she said. Mm -hmm. So humorously. Wood chip from... From what? Don't know. She was out of it. Is that, is All that you know, her family farm was... Her family farm was a no man's land. She what? and her sister got out. Okay, let's... let's... Let's circle back to that in a bit. Let's 
Why don't we go eyeball the farm instead to see what's actually going on there? I mean, I can head out there. And that's fine. Um, sure. But um, why are we leaving an anchor with a little girl? I mean, she's not a little girl. She's like my she's age. A woman. Yeah. I apologize, Adelaide. Let me restate. Why are we leaving an anchor with a normal lady? I didn't want to steal it from her. She is. She has been through a lot, and for some reason, this wood chip is meaningful to her. I'd hoped to find some way to excise the ghost, undo it as an anchor, and let her keep it for sentimental it, reasons. Is it meaningful to her, or has she just been made to think that it's meaningful to her? Well, she was asleep, so I couldn't ask. <laughs> but she is wearing it. Um, Voice of God will say real quick. (laughs) Someone having an anchor on their person is not that weird. Right. Like a partner's wedding ring could be an anchor. Something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So that part is not weird. It's the fact that it's this very like weird vibe of like a glass jar specimen that is an anchor. That's the part that's like, okay, hmm. But I love all the suspicions from different angles, so please continue. I I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling like we're... I know the commander likes us to sort things out on our own, but I kind of feel like we're in stormy waters without a boat. Maybe we should contact the big guy and get his input on this after we scout out the farms. I think one way to support what you're suggesting is that, in truth, what we've been commanded to do is row ourselves across a turbulent sea even though the sails still function. Because the captain of the vessel is too lazy to direct it himself. You tell the night commander that. <laughs> I'm happy to. So, Dorothy's, yes. Dorothy's wheels so are spinning girl. and like she's trying to parse what you're saying, but isn't like, there's, <laughs> there's a gear skipping somewhere. I just move past it, ignore her. <laughs> Um, um, and then she'll she'll just sort of under her breath say poetry. Um, <laughs> so the farms then? I suggest that we, well, actually out of character. Was it said that the trees are on the farms? So the trees appeared. They weren't yeah, yeah. there, and then they were. Yeah, I got you. But I'm just trying to confirm the location of where the trees appeared. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Where the trees appeared? Okay, under the old farms. Yeah. Okay, great. The area that they were at was used to be farmland. Wonderful. You don't know that it was the farm of this family. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'm but, trying to yeah. confirm these two yeah. potentially separate locations, but it seems like they're the same. Uh, yeah, so when uh, I mean, you suggest the farmlands. Um... Louis mentioned the girl possessed. Oh, hang on, that's new. <laughs> he just said it. <laughs> the girl possessed? girl possessed an anchor. Oh, okay. Okay. Lowercase, okay. Case, sorry. Okay. Totally okay. different. Yeah. Okay. yeah sorry. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, yeah, so are we just going to go out into the no man's land again? I mean, and again, out of character. For Cody, that's a regular occurrence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's nighttime. It's now, also right? the complete opposite. It's still still nighttime still like dead at night 
uh, or getting to be dead at night at this point. We just um, have to watch out for uh, paraflares and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to make you real stealth for this one because it is well far away from, um, like the focus of the the pushing right now. Like y'all, when y'all go to the front lines, it's kind of at the bulge in the lines right now. Right. Um, and so there's like it kind of fades back and. There's a wider expanse of no man's land as you get closer up to the. Yeah, the, no one's fighting over there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, not currently. So yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go check it out then. Um. Yeah. So some some trudging through um, trenches and then um, carefully making your way out. Um, not quite as paranoid, but still careful. Um, and. Um, you you know this very familiar muck and razor wire and stuff like that like normal no man's land stuff and you suddenly come upon a like old school stacked stone wall delineating a property line in twilight there it is Okay. Do we see any ghosts around that live here? Do not see any ghosts in sight. We see the remnants of a farmhouse. Yes. Found it. Do we see any trees? <laughs> um, there are no trees in this section because you're more in a, like, field. Um... But you, straight up, you are blown away because the entire farm is here. And then you realize it's a ghost. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Okay. So the girl's keeping this thing alive. Or, uh, here presumably and as you're like walking along because i presume you don't just like hop this wall Mm-mm-mm. i ain't stepping in there <laughs> i know what dorothy she just, can do with the boneyard dorothy just fascinated yeah this is I mean, she's seen, to do like she's seen like the psychic remnants of buildings and shit before but this is like a ghost that's a farm well Talking i mean that's that's in. what the ghosts of buildings and the remnants right. of buildings are technically too um, Stepford wants to do something? Yes. Um, uh, he's going to walk along the ghostly wall and mm-hmm. hold his hand over the top of it, not touching, mm-hmm. um, as though he's, you know, just carefully strolling along fondly. And then he's going to crouch down and um, sit almost as though he's leaning back against it. Uh, lean his head back and with his eyes closed, say... Um, even when we leave a place it remains dear to us there's no place like home even if it's taken from us and then he turns around to the wall and he says if you would give us passage onto your land we would ask you questions of where you once were and what you are now He's not expecting there is the no discernible reaction. Cool, great. 
Um, but a little further up the way, following the wall, there is a, a gate. Um, a, a gap in the wall, right? Um, with a small sign that just says, uh, the grief. Mm. Can we... I feel like we can go in the gate. That is the entry. Can I look at what remains of the house in the real world? Nothing. You're walking through, like, explosion holes and, and like, there's just bales of razor wire that stretch through these, like, this, like, field of, uh, like, uh, you know, gourds and stuff. Um, it is still. There is nothing going on. Um... And yeah, if you want to enter the property, you can, mm -hmm. and and nothing particular happens. Uh, before he gets past the wall, Stafford takes off his shoes. Okay. And uh, walks up along the dirt uh, with his feet bare, soles to earth. Okay. Um. What are people looking for or trying to investigate or? I want to try. Just... Go ahead. I want to go around the house. I'm looking for some way to communicate with it. Because if this attacked people, then it has some measure of mind. Or if this farm ghost isn't what attacked them, I want to find out what did. So I'm just sort of investigating around in the house, looking for clues, anything. Yeah. Um, you can do uh, wits occult to like vibe check it, or um, do an actual investigation. What is an actual investigation? Like, not a skill? Yeah, it's intelligence mm -hmm. investigation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the same number of dice. Sure. Two successes, what's called? Um, you start looking around, and there's, um, there's a sense of anticipation that you get. Um, everything in the house is like waiting for something to happen. Like there's food uh, being cooked over the hearth and there's like um, like in the, the small barn to the side of the house there's like grain that needs to be threshed Um like, there is a sentiment of something is, something should be about to happen, but also everything is currently in progress of something. There's like, 
um, you know, boxes of um, like picked produce, like sitting next to the fields of where they were just picked and stuff like that. Is it waiting? What was Is that it waiting for it to come home? Yeah, that's what the Dorothy said. Should we do some chores? Okay, this is all in character. Uh, Sephiroth would say we sometimes think of places as uh, inanimate entities, yet they are just as entitled to the service we give them as what we get from them. It might be waiting here because there's no one to care for it anymore. What is a homestead without a caretaker? What is a home without a homemaker? We're trying to establish contact. Maybe completing some of these chores might bridge that gap. Yes, I think it's a great idea. It also might be waiting for that woman to return at some point. Yeah, it has a caretaker and a homemaker. Yeah, but she can't really do chores in Twilight. Cody, like, makes a big dramatic sigh and says, the ghost doesn't know that. It's just stuck here. It just wants the chores to be done, right? Maybe. Fine. (laughs) Like, Cody Cody comes over the fence and just, like... All right, gourds. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, yeah, we need to cross into Twilight to do this stuff, right? No, you interact with what's in interact. Twilight as if it's okay. the real space. Right. Yeah. So Dorothy will head into the kitchen and start finishing supper. That's great. Let's all distribute ourselves. Cody is going to be so mad if he's been tricked into chores and nothing happens. Yeah, I'm just hesitant because I don't know how the house is going to react to you strangers coming in and moving in <laughs> and and Dorothy's like you know oh look supper needs to get made maybe I'll just finish that up she'll like say that out loud as she's mm-hmm. moving into yeah. the house to make clear her intentions I did that Stepford hmm If you don't mind, Ralph, I, I'm, Cody's going to pick on Stefford a little bit and, right. and mention it's like there's a there's a spot there in the shade. You can just kind of sit back and come up with a poem for us. Stefford, like, puts on a smile as though he's indulging you and then says, you know, I'd like to give you an object lesson in gallows humor. We're dead, and it seems that you haven't taken that seriously. So although I know you're teasing me, and in I accept it in good humor, I would remind you that, especially in antiquity, some of the most cherished companions of soldiers, people in wartime, were those who brought poetic attention to that which travails us. And so... Considering that this house, this place, might have thoughts and feelings that we can't completely understand, sitting in the shade and composing a sonnet to it and its woes 
might be exactly what it wants. Uh, both of you hear this like tinkling, crackling glass voice that certainly Stafford is very familiar with. <laughs> and I think Cody, Cody right? Cody, Cody shifts, well, Cody shifts gears because it was like this play, and especially because I think in character, like Cody has had Stafford come and like say stuff at the little ceremonies, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but he doesn't as, feel t- disrespected. So, yeah. But as soon as that tinkling sound goes, yeah, he like yeah. he looks gets Stafford in the eye and says. Sounds like you need to make a poem. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Does it work? <laughs> Your work here is very important write. and valued. Yep. And see, um, this is where Stafford's yeah. like, we can resolve it with words. You don't have to like threaten somebody with undeath, unlife. What is and this guy? Terror. Yeah. <laughs> Until it is done. And Jagged Star just, no, we must destroy everything! <laughs> I'm just gonna turn to Louie and just like, so are we carrying fruits? I don't know how to thresh grain. <laughs> I'm from the city. How hard can it be? I mean, do you, and do you know just, how like, to do it? And whistles and like, attempts to like, walk over there. <laughs> I mean, sure. So good, my ghost to learn how to thresh grain. And Chris, just for flavor, like while uh, Dorothy's working, she's keeping a running narrative. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a cozy home must have looked after generations. There's of- a there's a feedback you're getting from it too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, there's a, a emotional resonance that's like something's working about that. Yeah, cool. she's trying to be the grandmother to a farm. <laughs> yeah, that's great. The vibe she's known for. It's a real thoughtful thing to do. Um, what does Cody do? Oh yeah, Cody's Cody's picking up gourds. He's he's okay, down so that field. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like some gourds and some eggplants and all kinds of stuff. Definitely Actually, it's, like it's a, true. It's a it's fall, a fall harvest, basically. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's October. Well, who knows if it's reflecting the current oh, time that's true. or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Um, but essentially after you all get into place, um, and go about like working for the farm for a while, there is a, there is a sense of gratitude Mm. that you feel. Um, and then, um, it quickly shifts to fear. Oh, and you hear a whistling sound. The By this point, you're all very familiar with the sound. Yeah. And in a big, like, it, it doesn't actually overwhelm your senses, but in a big flash, suddenly everything is blown apart. The oh, house yeah. is on fire. Like, you're still cooking in it as it's, like, suddenly not there. Yeah. Um. Wow. And it burns for a while until and the the walls fall apart um and as you kind of stand there all i imagine i can't imagine it doesn't inspire some like some some grief some sadness right yeah um, absolutely um much like watching a, a, a ghost go through this right mm-hmm. and then a few minutes later it reforms 
<clears throat> resets, essentially. And none of the work you did on your chores is there's any evidence of it. Which isn't necessarily the point. Right. But point just, to, just to just to mm-hmm. just to put that like it it has fully reset from before it's in it's yeah. death loop. It's looping. Question for Chris. Mm-hmm. Have we resolved anchors before? Maybe. Okay. If you're on board with it, um, because this is, you know, we're, we're, we're the bound. We're not sin eaters, right? Right. Um, I think Cody, and a little bit kind of nudged by uh, uh, Ralph's earlier comment about locations, right, and places. Um, Cody wants to do the speaker for the dead ceremony. Awesome. I was about to go into ceremonies. Sweet. It's an innate one, so all mm-hmm. sin eaters have it. But again, because we're not necessarily uh, page one twenty six and one twenty seven. By the way, do this Great, as a yeah. group. <clears throat> uh, technically, it's usually like one person because yeah, one person will end up like channeling it, but mm-hmm. you can do a ritual as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm on board for that. Um, Yay, ceremony. Yep. But for everybody else, because I don't think Cody's even going to verbalize what he's doing but after watching this place get blown up and for Cody places and new places right are kind of Mm -hmm. his thing Um, and his vegetables suddenly disappearing out of his hand uh, (laughs) just kind of sits down and and like all right and just like starts like massaging the dirt around it getting it onto his hands even though it's twilight right and just kind of like finding a space and just kind of settling in being like, I I'm here. Um, and uh, I mean, it's a it's a three dot ceremony, so it's going to take 45 minutes um, mm. and then last for a scene. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but <laughs> actually so anybody that wants to help can help with the teamwork mm-hmm. role. Yeah. Composure. Yep. And this is kind of in line with the Oracle thing that Dorothy does. So she could channel him. It's stamina composure. Yep. Yeah, let's let Drew roll the ceremony first before you go into Oracle. Okay, I'll roll to help with ceremony. Oh, I didn't mean I was going to do the Oracle. I was just oh like, yeah, yeah. She would be the channel for. Oh okay. Oh, I'm, I dig that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me. Well, that's plus three. Yep. <laughs> On top of my five. <laughs> Load it up. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna roll it. Actually, is there a exceptional success for ceremonies? Fruit beads. Okay. It's one plus one. So plus five. I'm not gonna spend willpower on this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. So it takes some time, um, and I think it especially takes some. Like, you, you know how long it takes to usually mm-hmm. do this, but like the connection part of yourself, I feel like you get ready like really quickly and then you're just mm-hmm. like reaching out to try and like, like almost like make that contact for a long time. Because mm-hmm. um, trying to figure out how to channel a spirit that is an object. Yeah. 
because um, they are never this intact, right? Right. Be like, oh, I'm going to channel the spirit of this brick. At somebody's head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but eventually, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, with Cody saying it because it's kind of uh, Drew's idea. So let you channel that. And um, this like ancient raspy like old man voice comes out hmm this is new and you said Cody was trying to mm-hmm <laughs> You are the Degrees Homestead? Yes. Yes. I... Yeah. Yeah, I am. We we are. I, I've not had words before. Provided shelter and comfort for a long time? Yes. And you were many generations. Yeah, thank you. Many generations of griefs. And and like suddenly he just like sits up straighter. Cody does. Puffs out his chest. Many generations. It kind of warms Dorothy's heart. And then sinks back down. Did I get the girl's first name? I don't remember. Uh, Yasmin. Yasmin. Um, yeah, you can tell it. Yasmin is safe. She lives. Good. And the others? The others have fallen. But she lives And she remembers you Good And Cody's gonna talk to himself here Real quick because he realized that's all it is It's not actual possession or anything And Cody even like Has been talking his mouth has been moving This is very awkward Mm -hmm. Uh, But says As long as there's one of them They can rebuild They could she could rebuild She could come home she should come home. It might take time. <laughs> uh, leaning into the, leaning into the empathy aspect of, like sometimes it can be very cathartic. Just recognize if somebody recognizes the trauma that you've been through. Sure. Uh, Dorothy's going to lean into that and go. It, it isn't fair what happened to you. You're right. But but there was nothing you could do. You did everything you could. There yeah. will come a time down the road a ways when she could 
when Yasmin could come back. But it isn't safe yet. Hmm. Safe is important. Could you wait for it to be safe? Dorothy's an advocate. She's not going to try and get rid of this guy. Waiting is what I do. Have you noticed others passing through recently? Others like you? The talk? Others like Yasmin. Me? People on the other side. People come and go with guns and bombs and fire. Some were hurt here recently. Hmm. I don't know. They said the trees attacked them. Have your trees been active? My trees can't touch people. Um, and all of a sudden Cody's just like tilting his head up looking. Like waiting. Do you know of any who could? Any who could. You all should go. Why? The bombs are coming. The bombs, the bombs aren't real. I think it's because she's aware that they're very real to the farm. <laughs> They've already come. They've already gone. There's just this like. Because it's not a full-on possession, it's just speaking, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, you, you've you been inspired to kind of move with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cody's like, I'm I'm on board for this. It can't yeah. hurt me, so. it. You feel like it tries to, like, bite your tongue. <laughs> sure. And realize it doesn't have that much control. That's why Yasmin isn't here. That's why they all had to flee. You aren't here anymore, Humbly House. Hmm. Yeah. But she could come back. But it won't be you. They'll build on your good earth, but you won't be here. What a dick. 
And Dorothy's like, <sighs> just sort of glares, like, just be so mean to it. He is not being mean. Now, you might think he's being mean, but. Different perspectives, right? Yep. Uh, Dorothy's an advocate. For, that's her. Oh, hell, I'm not even leading into Cowl. Yeah. yeah. We need, I mean, I would like for it to move on, mm-hmm. but it can't as long as she cares for it. Unnecessarily. Can it? We would have to decide to. Okay. Yeah, it resolves its anchor. It's not her holding him it here. Right. Whatever she builds here won't be the same, but he would be the start of something new. Mm. That would be enough. If you want, we can carry a message to her for you but you will be waiting a long time before there's another house here another farm if if she is the one to rebuild it that is not a long time your other part should know this better. Especially Dorothy. (laughs) And if she can't return, the land here might not be livable in her lifetime. She can build a new homestead. Wherever she ends up will be the degree of homestead. I don't think it has enough empathy to to like fully get that. Um, it's like no, she could come here. Like it is now instead of being fearful of the bombs happening every time, it mm-hmm. is now latched onto this idea of she'll come back one day. She'll come home. Yeah, you and know, she'll rebuild. You. She carries memories of you with her. And so like a a tree that perishes in a fire but leaves behind seeds. You have left behind a seed in her heart. And eventually that seed will grow into a new homestead that will look after other generations of the degrees. Um, and there is a continuity in that. Effort places a hand on. I'm sorry. Be so going great. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. It will be hard for her to start over, though. If you continue to cling to her. Not cling. I wait. That is a cling. She may not understand it, but she can feel that you're waiting. She will not be able to begin anew until 
we accept that a new seed has been planted and it needs to grow and nourish on its own. Just like your crops, just like your orchard. About this time, you hear the crack of a gunshot. In the real world? In the real world. Um, And Stafford, you swear you can feel a bullet buzz by your head. Oh, shit. Of course. Because they don't see the house. People are shooting at us. Um, And as you kind of all come out of this almost like reverie of the ceremony. Yeah. You're aware. You weren't really like that focused. Um, You realize that, yeah, there's a sudden, like the cloud cover has gone and Mm -hmm. there's, while there's not that much of a moon, it's enough to like shift. Mm -hmm. Um, And you... I was going to contribute something. If there's still time for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I wrote a little poem for the house. I wanted to share in the course of the ceremony, but I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. Sure. Um, as soon as there's time for it. It's time now. Yeah, go for it. So, um, with that note that, hey, there's a there's a bullet, um, Sefer's going to lock eyes with Cody, right? And ostensibly the house. Um, and then he's going to offer his hands to both Adelaide and Dorothy. And then... Um, lean towards the house and say um this is for you and he enchants deliberately the words a home a hearth a place of rest more than walls and stone a field a farm a gentle nest more than grain and bone a homestead lingers hope bereft scratched and scarred by flame more than just a shade is left. Unforgotten name. Truth be told, a house is more than a frame of timbers. Memories are impervious to bombs and scorching embers. A home can move. It is not chained to rocks and gnarled roots. So long as those so surely pained connect on their sacred duty. Y'all, we ain't getting emotional about a dead house, are we? Also, Ralph, that's fucking badass. Thank you. I wondered why you were being so quiet. Yeah, I was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So it is at the the, the finish of that poem that this bullet, like, nearly misses you. They were aiming to get the poet while he was orating, of course. I mean, they're just aiming. Um... And uh, you look over, and there's a, a small squad of of Germans, like on their knees, like taking aim, and bullets begin to fly. Um, and um, I'm imagining you're all sort of scrambling. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm debating yeah. how pissed off Cody is right now. <laughs> well, give me a second. Um, you're all kind of scrambling, and I imagine you you pull out gun and, and take a shot and, and and drop one. We're not going to roll initiative, chat. <laughs> Give me a second. 
We've got 10 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing and that. And I'm not even going to use all of them, so. Um, so these, uh, a little bit up a, up a hill from where you're at. Um, and one, you can, you can see the, the muzzle, like, flash. And then it, it's like jerking as it's, um, as it's firing, almost in like we we as the as the audience see it almost in like slow motion, um, like over this German shoulder, so soldier's shoulder, like down the barrel at at you, and it jerks, and uh, the camera whips backwards, uh, and we hear a crunch. Um, and then from y'all's perspective, there are suddenly trees. Trees. Yeah. Um, completely surrounding the farm. Wow. Surrounding us as well. Uh huh. Um, and they are short, withered, capped. Like they've they've lost most of their their tops. Um, they're just a few branches. Um but their roots have lifted up and whip through the air. And um, you watch as as one soldier is straight up just yanked fully into the muck and disappears. Whoa. Squelch. Can we tell if the trees are part of the homestead ghost? They're they're not. They are actually there. Mm Mm-hmm. And the ghost is not manifested. Oh. Does it react to this? Or is this happening outside of its borders? It's outside of the borders. Okay. Oh, yes. Is there yeah. something deeper? Yes. Something deeper in Twilight? Uh, Generations older, buried. Or, or it could be, or but like even an ancient site that's defending itself like a ghost within a ghost almost like y'all forget that we're in world war one and things are not happy and on our side i know (laughs) yeah like i feel safe here on the farm because the trees aren't on the farm they are around it yeah um i am highly nervous about trying to move now because we didn't notice anything like this coming in they nope. weren't there. They were not there. It's not that you did not like... them. They were not there. But and there's no we don't see ghosts inside the trees animating them or anything. Nope. They they weren't like in Twilight and hopped over into the real world, right. which is what I thought that. initially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um I, Were they I, underground? I definitely feel like we are not going to get an answer tonight, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> y- y'all fighting real hard, and I was just like, Chris already it's said good. he's uh, they're yeah, going double, to uh, double <laughs> us. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, in a manner of seconds, these this squad of like ten Germans is just ripped apart. Oh my gosh! And this like panning circling shot of y'all like almost like backed up against each other in the center of the farm like hmm um and um at the gate of the farm um is a tall you get the 
you get an impression that it is a feminine entity, mm. but not from form or anything. Um, but covered head to toe in black robes, um, with, um, like a bone, like corset, um, and like a a deer like skull forming Voice. into a mask, um, yeah. with big antlers and everything, um, is just standing at the. Um, edge of the farm. Is she a ghost? No. No? Just a real physical... A real physical person. Okay. A real physical entity, I should say. Yeah. Um. You don't belong here. No kidding. All trespassers in the Withered Grove shall be taken care of. How does one become other than a trespasser in the Withered Grove? It just repeats the same line. Thank you very much for the hand there, dear. And if they're, if we are trespassing... You, you really should put up some markers or something so that people know. <laughs> the sort of summarily killing them for trespassing without any kind of warning seems a little unfair. And leaning into the grandmother vibe. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, she just like pulls um her hand, uh, like reaches down to the ground, like scuffs up some some mud, and like pulls up. A, a whole ass like staff mm -hmm. um like fucking twisted gnarled root staff um with like a big knot of like moss and mushrooms and like a half decayed rabbit in it um and just said trespassers in the withered grove will be dealt with. And that's where we'll stop tonight. Okay. Very nice. I love that. Like, oh, it's this, it's this, it's this. Ha! I ain't telling you shit. <laughs> Deal with it. Correct, Chris. Next week on. Yeah. Yep. Next week on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> What's their gnosis? Um, over 9,000. Over 9,000. <laughs> See, now um, I'm thinking ancient druids. This tracks. If anybody, right? if anybody gets it right in an eerie quiet uh, chat over the course of the week, I will send you a private message saying you are correct. Where are they, where can it. they find that uh, that eerie quiet channel, Chris? They can find that on our Discord, Drew. It's a good setup. Um, if you'd like to talk to us uh, between episodes and you've liked what you see, um, when I come hang out with us and our and our lovely crew. Um, uh, you can come find us at uh, oh my god I just blanked my whole brain just Yeet fell out of my brain yep. Yeet into dot space Chris's catchphrase well yeah, Songbird's catchphrase Songbird's catchphrase sorry I just did ghost shit in my brain for three hours um, 
And if you have particularly enjoyed what you're what you have seen, like to financially um, uh, help out the show, uh, help us get um, you know, replacement equipment when things break, or um, fund some art for um, characters for our bigger, longer series, um, we would be happy to accept that over at our Patreon. Um, uh, easy link for that is uh, staylucky.club. Um, and we will see you all next time. See you next time. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.